1: Now we're in. Welcome you. to porch talk. It's your host Alan, and got a surprise for you. We got the return of one said brother Cobb.
2: He come down that old hound. Drop that low from. Get you back. I'll catch you by, I'll catch you by, I'll you Been waiting since our record hotel. Well, it's gonna go on. Well, it's gonna go on. Well, it's gonna go on. Well, it's, go it's, go it's gonna go. on I told you once before. Ain't no wrong I I can't see for miles And I'll cause
1: It is first time back since quarantine. Yo. <sighs> Quarantini martinis. Quarantinis. I'm telling you, it just screwed everything up. <laughs> so, what is uh, what has the quarantine lifestyle been like for you, man? Pretty much the same, right? Oh, uh, I went to go buy a Nintendo Switch. I took a risky trip to Walmart. Seven in the morning, that's how I do it. Man, the old people, except that Tuesday, because that's. They get that first hour. Yeah, And I wear my mask in there. We all wear a mask, metaphorically speaking, but I wear it, you know, protect them. Because they say it don't really help you from getting it. It's just like if you got it, and you one of these carriers, carriers that ain't showing no symptoms. Some people lucked out that way. I may be one of those people. I'm thinking. Of... Yeah, yeah I've been some. I've been through some stuff. I work at a place. I'm essential. A L evidently now, and there's been two cases where I work, and it was very nerve wracking that first week, that second week, but now I'm like, oh, I've been weeks. It's week seven, Alan. Is it week seven? It's been like forty five days, forty six days, something right. like that. Right. Yeah, it's. Uh... I know it's that many days since the last sporting event. I know. Right. Yeah. I went out March 11th for ACL surgery. And then two weeks after that, I returned to work. And it was almost like stepping into a world I'd never seen before. (laughs) Yeah. Because everything was so different. Like, you know, your normal mom and pop businesses, they were forced to shut down. And it was just like gas stations, fast food. And there's not a whole lot going on anywhere. No, everything's dine-in, or not dine-in, it's the opposite, it's drive through Yeah, it's carry-out. Carry-out. And, uh... Socialism! And just everywhere, just, it's like it's a ghost town, you know? Yeah. <sighs> it ain't so much anymore. You go to Walmart, it's like, <laughs> let's, let's stock up, guys, week seven. I haven't been. I haven't been to Walmart, in, well, since before this whole thing. I've been in the mornings about once a week. Did I say I wanted to go buy a Nintendo Switch or whatever? It's sold out. I evidently, everybody wanted a Nintendo Switch now. Well, they're great consoles. Yeah, that's my console because I ain't got the dedication to beat... What is this? Xbox One and PlayStation 4 games last too long. I lose focus. I get stuck on a part of them. I'm done putting the movie in. So what's your style of game? It's the kid style. Just Let's play some Mario Kart. I was going to get Mario Kart, Luigi's Mansion 3, his haunted mansion... Mm-hmm. Mm, probably Mario Tennis, Mortal Kombat 11. You know which I would prefer. Prefer Mortal Kombat 11 on a you know Xbox PS4 or like Xbox One, but I'm not gonna spend $400 just for Mortal Kombat 11. You know, like the thing about um, game consoles right now, I think like Switch is the best place to go uh, if you're gonna buy one right now, because PlayStation's about to come out with something new. Yeah, PS5, and you know that Xbox is gonna follow suit. Yeah. Like, they might make the Xbox, Xbox two. One, X, two, three, five, seven, or whatever. Or Xbox Two. Um, and they'll continue to break barriers. I think it's going to be moving more off into VR uh, heavier. Remember that? Did you watch that? I don't... I didn't think it was that great of a movie, but remember uh, Ready Player One? I never saw it. I, was, I think it was a Spielberg movie, actually. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't a bad film, but... Like, it's kind of crazy. Um, I remember as a kid and thinking about what the year 2000 was going to bring. And then after the year 2000, it was nothing like we thought. And then now we're in 2020. I was like, I figured I'd have a hover car by now. But you do have, like, virtual gaming where it feels like you can be Dude, inside the game. virtual porn. <laughs> it is. Yeah, there, and there's that. Um, so the whole, the whole entertainment, I, I like... Uh, I like Nintendo. I grew up on Mario and Donkey Kong. Legend Nintendo's and the most innovative to me, of like trying something different. Switch, I would agree with that. Wii, yeah, when they came out with a Wii, I thought that was game breaking. You know, you had the paddles for the sports, and like play tennis or bowling or whatever. Dude, else. I still got a Wii. It's just in a closet. I don't, I'm surprised I ain't broke that bad boy out and shot some basketball or play some golf. Yeah, right. I got Mario Kart on it with a steering wheel. Did you ever have a Wii? I didn't, but I I played a lot of Wii. Yeah. Hey. Yes. Since I didn't have a Switch, I'm in that Lego game now. What'd you get? What kind of Lego? I got the Batmobile. Good choice. Underestimate Legos. I'm like, man, these are pricey. Then you get started and there's like 378 pieces. Yeah. And some of them have like movable parts too. Yes. Doing stuff. I'm like halfway through. I'm going to have to uh, wreck it, Ralph, when you get done. Yeah, Hulk smash! I got a. I bought another one the other day since I was already there. Especially, you know, that night you was at my house and the power went out. Oh yeah, it stayed out for like nineteen hours. <laughs> I didn't see it coming. I thought it was like immediately going to come back on that night. I told you, like, man, I'm on the PJs line, dude, and all those old people living the PJs were were from. And they tried to hook them back up like first thing, right quick. We got to get the old people their power back. They need their machines or whatnot. Yeah. <laughs> I, I talked a little too soon. 19 hours later. <laughs> yeah. We never lost it here. Yeah, I know that. Um, I thought we would. We typically lose it before you lose it. Yeah. Like we're Ours is, we're on a different line and we're usually one of the first ones if there's a Gust to win. We're done, but not this time. Yeah, that was a heavy inspirational getting that Lego game anyway. I'm like, well, if the power goes out again, I'm going to have Legos. And you're kind of making me want to get back into it now. It's fun. I mean, it ain't fun. It's just it's time consuming. Yeah. I get it. Well, then we had the NFL draft. Yeah, we did. That was. Everybody was so crunk about a draft. I prefer this draft over the normal one. Yeah, you know, like, watching it. Bill Belichick's Husky? <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. There's, like, some of them was just at home in the bathrobe, and then someone yeah. wore a suit. Who was that in the bathrobe? Henry Ruggs? That was Ruggs, yeah. Yeah, everybody's... But I think it's an Old Spice bathrobe. Maybe he's already getting endorsements. I Probably. Mean, like... You know, like... Um, it's J- Jalen and some of the other guys, I noticed they got endorsed by uh, Gillette. Yeah, uh, Tua's got... Oh, he had FedEx or something. Oh, man, I think he's got beats, too. Yeah. He's got, like, three or four. We had Joe Burrow go number one. That wasn't a big surprise. No. Uh, What did surprise me was that Ruggs went before Judy and Cityland. Lamb. I know. I didn't see that. coming. guess I he had it. a hell of a combine, or did he even have a combine? I'm sure they did. Yeah, I'm, they had to. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen pictures of one of Auburn's offensive linemen, like, doing a thing. Because that was a thing, like, uh, I heard, uh, what, I think it was Jake Fromm and some other guys around the SEC who just really killed it and come by. Dang, Jake Fromm dropped down way down there, dude. He did, but I was glad to see him go with the Bills. I think that'll be interesting. I think I think Jake's a hell of a quarterback. I do, right. too. He just had two bad coordinators the last two years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They did it wasn't like it was I don't know, it was like Georgia with Kirby Smartest, like uh they'll get you to the SEC championship, but then they'll they blow it. Yeah. I mean they gotta get through that Alabama hump mm-hmm. if they wanna do something. Right. Well dude, uh any other big surprises out of the uh the draft with you? No, um uh, the Green Bay Packers fans are pissed because they got uh, their first round pick was Jordan Love, that Utah quarterback. Oh yeah, because uh, they said like ever since Aaron Rodgers has been a quarterback, they never like drafted him a skill position player, mm-hmm. like a receiver, or running yeah. back, somebody to build around him. And this is like okay, Aaron's got like three or four years left in him, and I guess they're just thinking about the future, and they see a lot in Jordan Love. Surprising. I I didn't watch that kid play a lot. I don't remember seeing a game of uh, this. I, I mean, you're not <laughs> – I mean, We're not exactly where you would see Utah, but – Yeah, you had to stay up to one in the morning to watch it. Yeah. Probably here. Yeah. Another surprise to me is uh, an Auburn player. During Drafted brain? with a – No, no. Just number seven pick? Heck, I would have uh, – No, not a surprise. Good for Carolina. Mm-hmm. I think that coach is going to be good. I think so too. Baylor's old coach, Matt Rule. I think he's putting it together. You got what do you think about Teddy Bridgewater being a quarterback? <sighs> yeah, I don't I like Bridgewater. He did good when Breeze went down. He did. It it'll be fine. I don't think that they'll win their division. I mean, No what's that uh my boy uh Christian McCathery? And that helps a quarterback out a lot. So that dude's all over the place. Mm-hmm. And, uh, no, my my other surprise out of the first round was, uh, Auburn player Noah Iganani. Iganani? Iganani. Cornerback picked 30th. Didn't see that coming. I thought, uh, I thought Auburn, um, They did a lot of good. They had a lot coming out of the defensive end of it, which was going to be obvious to me. They had the two best defensive line, with the exception of maybe Chase Young. Yeah, you love Chase Young. I think Derrick Brown's better. We'll see. You know why they got Derrick Brown? (coughs) You know, Joe Brady, the dude that made Joe Burrow so good. Mm -hmm. Co-offense coordinator at LSU. Mm -hmm. One and done for him. He was only at LSU for one year. Well, Matt Rule got him for offense coordinator. Good move. And Matt Rule asked him, who did y'all have to pair pair for the most in y'all's SEC? Derrick Brown. Yeah, Derrick Brown. So that's what they got. Yeah, you know, looking back on that season, the closest hard-fought game that LSU had, it was with Auburn. Yeah, and they was holding all day. Auburn got robbed. What was it, like 60-something hold calls? Yeah. Yeah, obvious ones like Derrick Brown, like – Look like he's getting mid-clotheslined by the horse collar on him. Yeah. Uh, you see Kansas City's pick. You know, they got the last pick there. hmm What do you think about that? Hilarious. Yeah. That's a good one, man. Especially you- for the last round because they asked Patrick Mahomes who you want. They said, go get this guy. He was the only running back to go in the first round. Is that the dude that gave Alabama hell? The unsung hero of the Alabama LSU game. Yeah. Is that that same uh, running he had back? A big, he had a big game, but. The running back stepped up that yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, he really put the team on his back for that. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. First you you still in your first? You want your Alabama players there? How I many did y'all get? In the first round? You got, well, let me see here. Yeah, got Judy. One. Chua, two. Ruggs, uh Jedrick Wills went to the Browns. That's four. So that we had that's four. It. Yeah. LSU had a lot come out. Yeah, LSU had broke like a record or something. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, the SEC as a whole this season, they did better than they had ever done. Yeah, the first round was almost half SEC. I mm-hmm. see the Lions in the second round got DeAndre Swift running back. And, uh, ooh, what running back would you take? I'm all about that Wisconsin running back. That's running back you to me, man. You know, like, thinking about it, like, when has Wisconsin had, like, a bad running back that when he went to the I don't pros. remember. It, it, they go to the pros, it just translates so well every time. You remember Ron Dane? Yes, I do. That big old cat. That big old hoss. Yeah, I think that, uh, you know, Wisconsin's ground zero for running backs. And somewhere else at uh, Ohio State always has a good one. Yeah, yeah, gonna... yeah. In the SEC, SCC... round did that running back go in the first round? No, the only first round wow. running back was at the very bottom. That's crazy. Use... That's crazy. Which was a? What do you think? It, what kind of year it was? It shouldn't have been a year for quarterbacks. The wide receiving core uh, for this draft was so heavy. There was plenty of running backs, but I still believe that it was more of a year for offensive and defensive and. Yeah, line. You see this is- Los Angeles Rams new logo? It's ugly. What about them Las Vegas Raiders? That ain't happened yet, has it? Is yes, that happened now? They're moving. Yeah. Surprised Jalen got picked up in a second. Go on, Jalen. Get your second round pick. You're gonna be a Philadelphia Eagle. I like that. Me too. I like old Jalen though. Yeah. Bunch of people do silk mill copper. (laughs) (laughs) Well, dude, you ready to kick it on over to... If you're unfamiliar with the music that has been shared on the show so far, the introduction song was He Come Around" by Brad Armstrong. You can find that off of his latest album, I Got No Place Remembers Me. I would also like to plug Cornelius Chapel Records out of Birmingham, Alabama. That's where you can find that album. Also, The Blips. That was the latest song that you just heard. It's called Inside Out out of Birmingham, Alabama. Now, back to the show. Alan, if you will, talk 100 miles an hour in three, two, one, go. Splitting off, I don't even know what movies is going to look like for the rest of this year as far as like the box office opening back up and theaters coming back in the style, you know? Yeah. So I guess that's probably going to be a little empty Mm -hmm. at first. And. I'll do it. I don't care. I mean, I'm going to wear my mask. No, I'm not. I'll probably just go to the drive-in. For real? They don't don't like their selection most of the time, though. Well, it's more family-oriented. Yeah. see Redbox putting out more than they usually do. Like, you know, Coming Back type movies. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Red Box. Uh, you see 1917? That movie is amazing. That's the war movie that was shot on. Yeah, one... it's all shot like it's one shot. It's kind of like a real-life video game. And I liked it to, the co-star of Rats just running. Because <laughs> so that seems realistic for a war. Like, mm-hmm. get out of here, bums! Yeah, I've been wanting to see that film. Yeah, like, it's... war movies, I haven't seen a whole lot of war movies. Um, it's not my favorite genre, but... Um, I definitely wanted to see that one. Yeah, it's a good one. I'm surprised I ain't bought it yet. I've been buying a hell out of movies. Thanks, Trump. Well, let's go there. Like, so, what are some of the films you've been grabbing up? Oh man, you put me on the spot, man. I bought Uncut Gems as my recent purchase. Now, so. did you see that before you had purchased it? Yeah. What did you think about it? I liked it. It was it weird to you to see Adam Sandler in such a serious role? he did good, man. He did. And that was the first time, I think maybe ever, that he was on film that Adam Sandler didn't come out. Yeah. Like, he was actually a character. Yeah. I like that movie. I do, too. It's nerve-wracking. Yeah. Especially the end. That's what I was about to say, man. The end kind of threw me for a loop. I didn't see all that coming. Oh, Kevin Garnett did good. Yeah. I like that. (laughs) And it's got our boy Lakeith Stanfield or whatever. Sure does. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like to uh, Uncut Gems. Uh, last time I went to Mobile, um, went to go visit with <sighs> Levi. Uh, right when I got to Mobile and got to his house, he said, "You ready?" I said, uh, "For what?" He said, "We're gonna go watch Uncut Gems." Yeah. I said, "Y'all have it in theaters down here?" Cause like, think about this: is like down in Mobile, we there's actually a selection. Yeah. You got like three My theaters problem. in town. It's not like here where you might have a film like that going to theaters for maybe a week. Yeah. That's why I'm be like, man, we need to go see uh Midsummer now. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was a good choice. You bought that one though, ain't you? You scooped that one up. Oh yeah. I bought that when it came out like that Tuesday. If you're unfamiliar with that, that's the same cat who directed uh Hereditary and if you've listened to anything that Brother Cobb has said is when you're looking at films, what's the number one thing you gotta look at? I look at directors. Mhm. It's like a coach of a football team to me. Yeah. Even you go to Walmart, it's COVID-19. It doesn't you matter where you cannot escape. Go. They got that at Redbox, dude. The COVID stuff? Yeah, it's like, wipe down screen. <laughs> of course they do. Sanitize. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, you know, as things open back up, I don't know um, when that'll go away. I think that might become just a part of the culture for a while. I don't know. I don't know if they'll ever be like a back to normal. I think it'll be like a new normal. Does that make sense? You know what I don't want to be a normal? I hate this. That dang elbow bump crap. Oh, what about the uh, foot? They doing that now, too? They're doing, We're yeah. doing like double dutch stuff. Like the last debate they had is Bernie and uh, Joe Biden. just went, hey, elbow here. This is stupid. Oh sleepy Joe. I tell you one of my one of my new favorite like movie people in the game. Elijah Elijah what's his name? Elijah Harry Potter. Yeah, Elijah. Elijah Woods. Yeah. That so. dude is awesome. In horror and stuff, because he's a producer now. He produced Bandy. So I didn't know he produced that. Yeah. yeah I've like to I'd like to lie I've liked Elijah in Green Street Hooligans, of course, Lord of the Rings. Um he's most everything that he's in is pretty good. Yeah. Well we're into the Red Box movie called uh Come to Daddy. That's a pretty good little hidden red box there. Did you ever watch that T V show he was in where the guy was like dressed up like a dog? No. Oh uh No I didn't, but I know what you're talking about. I don't even remember the name of it. It was named after that dog. <laughs> Rufus. Uh, Rufus. <laughs> I watched Underwater this morning. It's meh. What's Underwater? It's that Kristen Stewart horror, like, ocean movie. It seems like things like that, like, uh... I don't know, even take, like... What was that big, shark movie, Megalodon, or whatever? Yeah, just the Meg. The Meg. Yeah, it's... Uh, It's hard for me to imagine like being on edge of my seat for an hour and a half when you're on water the whole time. (laughs) Like it's like campy films like Strangers. Yeah, that's easy. Even though you're just maybe in just a trailer park, it's it's easy for me to be on edge. But for that, not so much. Yeah. What do you think about Descent though? The who? The descent. It's like it ain't ocean or anything. It was just a. It's cave. Spurlocking chicks. Cave creatures. So that's an un, underrated little horror movie right there. Haven't seen it. I mean, it, now, do you, it's have? like yes, I have it. It's probably like 12 years old now. But I know you're talking about ocean and stuff like that. But like you know, cave. It's pretty dang good guess the only movie that I was like cave related, this ain't really horror, but uh, do you remember, uh, oh, it was something hour, I think ah. James Franco was in it, where the dude had to break his own arm off. Yeah, 127 hours, yeah. that's true, that really happened. What was that uh, trippy documentary that we watched, Cobb, kind of where the guy um, just went up that cliff face without any protective gear? Oh, Free Solo. Oh, that movie if you got a Disney Plus, you can watch it because, you know, they got National Geographic on there, too. Is Disney just going to gobble up everything? Disney, Disney shut down UFC, dude. You know Dana White's crazy. He's like, I, I have it in my basement. Yeah, Disney stepped in because you know they own everything. Well, he was going to do that like Mortal Kombat thing. To where? Oh, I want that to still happen. I don't care. Everything goes back to normal tomorrow. I want Fight Island now. (laughs) I want the octagon on a beach, daylight. Let's do it. That would that'd be fun. That'd be awesome setting. Yeah, I don't know. Like, is McGregor and Ferguson ever going to be able to fight? No, it's cursed. It's a Ferguson. Justin Gaethje now, I think that'll be a good fight. It's not the fight I, I mean, want to. Is, is... Oh, Ferguson still made weight for the canceled pay per view. <laughs> he Woo-hoo. lost like three pounds overnight. He, uh I've always liked Ferguson. He's been one of my favorite fighters for a long time. He was in UFC back when I got into the UFC, and this was back the the latter portion of like T D Ortiz. And uh, Chuck Liddell, and all those guys like that. Forrest Griffin. You got a few of them still hanging around. Like John Jones, he was there. Yeah. Did you hear about him getting arrested again? Yeah. He just. That's typical for him, man. You ever keep up with them on Twitter? Like him and Israel Adesanya go at it all the time. Oh yeah, that's fun. Yeah. But that's my boy Adesanya. See, and that's been the thing. I'm I'm just frustrated with Jones. Mm-hmm. That's been the thing about like the UFC for me. and like uh, I guess like the past couple of years, it's gotten a lot better. Like McGregor really picked it back up. You really didn't have a face, you know? Yeah. Like that, I think that's why it, it kind of lost interest to a lot of people. Like back when I got into it, they had like the Ultimate Fighter. You had Rashad Evans and uh, all those cats, and they were so electric. And they were really good at polarizing you. You would either, like, love them or hate them. Yeah. But now it's kind of like you don't really have that, with the exception of Habib and uh, McGregor and uh, Israel Adesanya is one of them. Like, we're beginning to get those characters back. Yeah. It's kind of like that wrestler mentality, man. You know, you got to have the heel and you got to have... can't sell out arenas and pay-per-views and stuff like that just being boring. Yeah. Oh, you got to sell have out. You've a personality, though. man. Mm-hmm. Uh I remember another one I purchased now, Queen and Slim. I've talked about it on here. It's one of my guilty pleasures of movies like plot. Just like the man and woman first meet. Then something happens where I have to go on a run from the law, road trip. It's like a bunny and clyde thing. Yeah. That's I like that. Uh more. Xbox, I mean Redbox movies. Uh, Ford versus Ferrari is pretty good. I was interested in seeing that, man. Did you did you uh, see that spoof trailer to where they uh, roped Ricky Bobby into it and they were spoofing it to where? Oh no! Oh, dude, we gotta watch that when This is over like they. Um, but yeah, they they were doing like spoof, like they were taking old parts of Talladega Nights and they were putting it up against like some of the trailer parts of Ford versus Ferrari. Yeah, it almost looked legit. I was like, if they spoof this, this is going to be great. Like, Especially. That, that might be the only way to like do a part two of a movie like that. Could you imagine like them trying to do a Step Brothers 2? It'd be a train wreck just like any other comedy. Yeah. I can't think of many comedies like that that are successful with the sequel. I can't think of any. Zombieland Double Tap's pretty funny. I haven't seen that yet. <laughs> We might have talked about it on here. He's got that redheaded chick from a. Uh, Everybody wants some, and it oh, when yeah, they yeah. go to the mall, and she's just like stuck in a in the mall. She's uh-huh. been living in the mall. Oh yeah, she's got it rough. I'm just good to see. It's just good to see ginger representation in film. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Do you uh, hear about Jared Leto? his situation with the Rona uh uh-uh. well you know he's kind of like a hippie and he's got a little they say he's got a little hippie cult oh I could see that though he could be like you're a... not down with Kanye's but we could go to letos and do some what is that stuff Brogan talks about oh the DMT yeah you can go hang out with him do some DMT and look at stars it's gonna be like the, in a canyon is it gonna be like the next uh manson no, it's no, if anything, it's gonna be like a Hell's Gate type situation where everybody just kills yourself or something. Yeah, you, know, uh, you could see that because like he's uh 30 seconds to Mars, yeah. And what his first film was Fight Club. No, that dude was in a show back in the day, uh, my so called life, I think was it called. Oh, I thought his first thing that was Fight Club. That dude's Fight been Club. around forever, dude. I don't like Fight Club. One of the most memorable things that he was in was like, what was that Nick Cage movie to where he put made the continent of Africa out of cocaine? That was Lord of War. It's uh-huh. an underrated film right there. That's one of the better Nick Cage films. You've never seen Requiem for a Dream? Mm-mm, never seen that. That's before those. Requiem for a Dream is disturbing. <laughs> it's got a crazy ending, let me just say. If anybody else out there has seen it, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Is it like human centipede disturbing? No, it's just kind of depressing. Okay. It's just, you follow like, it's got Martin Wayans in it, in a serious role. And uh, it's just a bunch of, about addiction and stuff. It's uh he plays a heroin addict with Martin Wayans. Mm-hmm. One movie I wanted to bring up—I don't remember if I talked about this on the show yet—but um, it's one of my favorite Eisenberg films that he's been in. Yeah. And Siegel was in it with him. The Last Tour. It's on Netflix. Have you yeah, I've it? seen it. I mean, I ain't seen it. I've seen it on there. It's been like one of those. I'm like, haven't? I'm surprised I ain't watched it yet. It's um, it's a good movie, man. It's just like a podcast in a film version. Yeah. It's just like Siegel and Eisenberg, they're two characters. Is it a road trip movie? They, Yeah. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, they're. Uh, it's the last... He's got to go to Minnesota. Siegel's character, he's like a writer. Yeah. And Eisenberg's character is a journalist for the Rolling Stone. And he pitches to his boss, he's like, when's the last time that the Rolling Stone did a piece on a writer? And he was like, never, because the Rolling Stone covers musicians. And he was like, well, this guy's like the rock star of writing and so it starts and it's the last part of the tour is like he meets up with uh Sigel's character and they go to Minnesota together and it's uh, it gets heated between them, but uh, it's it heated between them. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I ain't gonna say anything else about it, but they talk it's about, cool. they talk about some, uh, deep, deep stuff. I've, I've, I haven't seen a whole lot of, uh, it's a, it's a real good script. Oh, I forgot to say about the Leto thing. Supposedly, before it went down, he went on a a sabbatical off into, like, mountains and stuff, canyons. Sounds like Lido. Then it popped off while he was gone. And he didn't know? (laughs) He didn't know nothing about it. And just came back in. It's like, what world am I in now? (laughs) (laughs) What's going on right here? Yeah, that'd be crazy. Yeah, they said, uh, what's that TV show, Big Brother? Is yeah, it a reality show? Yeah, so they're uh, cut off from rea- uh, actual reality. Yeah. And, and they've been filming in Germany for months, and, like, you know, they're just chilling in a hot tub. Like, I saw a picture of that, and, like, none of them has any idea of what's going Cause on. Because it's got life. kind of like live, ain't it? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. That'd be weird, wouldn't it? You just hop back out of a reality TV show and go back to your life, and it's like, We're under a quarantine for what? Tom Hanks got it. (laughs) Oh, by the way, Kobe passed, and uh, World War III almost started. China unleashed a virus, and uh, some of your favorite singer-songwriters possibly are passed now because of it, supposedly. Not to spend too much time talking negatively about all the things that have happened, so uh, we ain't here for a long time. We're here for a good one, so we're going to move on, but... The way the conversation was going, it reminds me of a song that'll lift you up while saying exactly what we were saying. Where were we was heading? Rather low. Nick's shoulders. Here we go. TikTok video. It's the number one app right now, by the way. Oh, I hate that, too. i My coworker got into it, and he'll send me, like, videos that he finds, and I was like, man, please stop. I don't wanna... I don't wanna get sucked off into that portal. I have no interest in it, dude. I'm sorry. I guess it's cause I'm a little bit older in age. I'm fine with Twitter. I like, like yeah, if there's a space on the internet where I want it to get just uh, weird or wild or just downright mean, I go to Twitter. Yeah, I like watching Max's Nice videos. That dude that does an impersonation of NBA players. <laughs> I like watching those too. You do? I love them, man. Like his LeBron ones cracked me up. Mm-hmm. Putting his hand over his mouth, These little balled up fist. Yeah. Hey, look, he's got that LeBron run down. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's like his little fake beard thing. hmm <laughs> It's epic. Um, any recommendations for music, man, before we walk out the door? uh, I think mean, this is Riff Raff. I like his country song. You like it. Husky. Husky. Yeah, if you haven't heard that, uh, check that out. Like, I don't know. I never know when Riff Raff is serious. Yeah, Riff Raff's a uh, man of many hats. He so can... It's a chameleon. It's a, yeah. It can get you some 80s Madonna vibes going. What'd you say, M94? Yep. And then right now, he's like the perfect pop country song that would be on your radio that you would mistake for being a Florida Georgia Line or Luke Bryan song, you know? Yeah. Which is about his husky. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's destined to be a hit. You like that new Green Day? No. I don't like Green Day, but that song like is catchy. I don't like You don't like that you like it? <laughs> or you don't like that it's catchy? No, I don't really like it. It's just kind of catchy. I can see how okay. it's a single. <laughs> I remember um, Green Day back in high school, back when they were extremely relevant. And Talking not... about like Brain Stew and stuff? Mm-hmm. And Dookie. Dookie, I like that album. Yeah. But I never really got into Green Day. I never really liked their music. I, I would rather listen to like Sum 41 or Blink-182. If it was yeah. up to me, oh, Blink One Eighty Two, Adam's songs, awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not, it's depressing, <laughs> but I don't know. I don't like Green Day really. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I have to get on my YouTube because I just listen to YouTube. Are they still gonna come out with albums? Yeah, yeah. they like theaters. Uh, pe- people are uh, beginning to drop their albums. I know. I remember when this quarantine thing started. I know everybody's going live from their living room and stuff. Mm-hmm. And there's been some, uh, you know, a lot of music festivals done up like that. I really like what Druid City Brewing is doing for their music scene there. It's like they're doing Instagram lives of all the local folks that usually would play, and they do it in 15, 20-minute intervals. And they had like Lee Baines of the Glorifiers come on and do a live show. I mean, there's been a lot of great things going on with social media. You recommended that Puddle of Mud Nirvana cover, didn't you? Uh, about a girl? Yeah, uh, if you want your ears to bleed, absolutely. it's yeah, a great place for you to go. Uh, was it that guy's shot at being relevant again, or what do you think he was trying to do? I just hope he's off meth now. Yeah, I mean, that could be a big part of it. Oh, I'm about to be a musician. I think Friday's the estimated delivery date. You got anything from Amazon since it went down? It's like overbooked right now. That's why my deliveries are taking so long. I got the automaton coming in, dude. Oh, don't spoil this for everybody, but let's talk about it. Dude, if if you're unfamiliar with the automaton, it is a Japanese music instrument and it is the most hilarious thing to see. Shaped like a musical note. I don't know what that note is. You're the musician. The quarter note. Okay. And it's got a face at the bottom. Mm Mhm. A little smiley face, you know, just two dots for an eye. And a smiley face. And it's got what would you call it? it's like it's got kind of like a it's kind of electronic in there because yeah. like wherever you are up and down the neck is like you can control the sound of it and plus this little mouth opens up when you make the yeah so uh, some of the coolest covers that we saw was what gang um, gangsters paradise yeah <laughs> and uh, I really like that white stripe cover seven nation army I dropped a hundred buckaroos on that doll hairs man and uh another purchase I have three purchases in am waiting on I got the Rocky Robe the American Style Apollo Creed you know what I'm talking about? I do yeah I got that coming it's nice. a chill and uh a movie you gotta see when it gets here what we do in the shadows FX done made a show about it it's connected to the Fly of the Corn Chords Jermaine yeah He's, yeah, you've told me about this. i uh huge fan of Fly of the Concords, man. It's, it's good to see. I don't think they're a thing anymore, but it's good to see. Uh, I think Jermaine's the main one staying in the film industry. I haven't seen what the other cat's done. Yeah, you're going to love this movie, dude. So what, what 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 kind of film is it? It's like it's shot like a documentary, but it's just like vampires living regular life. <laughs> it's funny. Great. There's werewolves, too, at one part. I don't know on the FX show because their season 2 just started back and a commercial I saw on Twitter the ad was like uh, one of the vampires in like a gas station and he looks at a a section of like sunblock and stuff and he just like starts hoarding them when he reads the label sunblock oh yes <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, great anything else to add or something? oh music man I told you about an under underrated, underrated Pearl Jam album. Oh, backspacer. Yeah, backspacer. We got back into that because that was like one of my favorite albums that, that year it came out. But like, so that year was two thousand nine, and uh, I agree with you totally. That that may be flawless. That might, yeah. every song on there is good to me, yeah, man. Could, like I've listened to that whole album like ever since we had the conversation yesterday. I listened to that album twice yesterday, and I think I've probably listened to it three times today. And it's all the way through. Yeah. You don't have to skip a song. Just bangers all the way through. And then it I wonder had, how uh, Cabby feels about that album. I wonder where he ranked it in this little catalog of Pearl Jams. I want—I mean Cabby. Be... I mean Big John. Cabby, get out of here. I wonder... Yeah, Big John. Yeah, that would be... Uh... As we patiently wait for Alan to call Big John. Oh, man. Quarantinos. Porch talkers. Where you at? It's lonely out there. It gets lonely at the top. Hey, man. Welcome to Porch Talk. Oh, what's up, dude? Hey. We got a uh, we got a question for you. All
3: right, what's
1: that? Where does backspacer come in on your ranking of the Pearl Jam songs or albums? Albums. Because uh, that album is flawless, brother.
3: Dude, I'm gonna say it's in the top top three for
1: sure. Oh, nice. Okay, okay. So, uh, just I know, uh, flying by the seat of your pants. You had no idea you was gonna be doing this. But what are some of the other? What's the other two?
3: No Code's absolute number one. Interesting. And then that's when, well, they say No Code is when Eddie Vedder, like, took control of some of the songwriting parts, and that's when the actual band sound went from, you know, the grunge rock to more of a kind of an alternative-ish arena rock sound. Uh Uh-huh. And then you got Alive, which is, you know...
1: The, the number the first album from Pearl Jam ever yeah so it's got to be in the top three great well cool so man say, yeah
3: hey Pearl <laughs> Jam uh, No Code uh 10 and Backspacer
1: great list or... there you go big John thank you for having me hey, big, big John big <laughs> John wait did you hear that Puddle of Mud Nirvana cover
3: I didn't listen to it. I read enough of what people said about it. I'm like, I don't even want
1: to butcher my ears for it. Oh, dude, <laughs> it's bad. Dude, it's great. What are you talking about? <laughs> it, you you oh, should, you should listen to uh, thirty seconds of it. Come on. Okay,
3: I'll do that. But Bless his he heart,
1: before, he's trying to do Kurt Cobain. He uh, did
3: it before, and it was. He did it before
1: live, and it wasn't bad. It, I, this one's not good. He played. Uh, I don't remember. I think it was for Serious, is what this whole show came from, and he played. Just a Puddle of Mud song, and it, he did it the same way. I don't, like, even his band was laughing at him.
3: Yeah, I'll check that out, because I've been, you know, I've seen it around, I'm, I heard it was terrible, I'm like, I used to like Puddle of Mud, I don't want to know if I want to listen to it.
1: Yeah. So we're thinking maybe he's back on the meth.
3: I'll tell you what, I'll let you know what I think about it. All right, bub alright you All right, y'all take care, guys. All
1: right, Later. Later. Well, there you go. Big John is uh, the biggest Pearl Jam fan that we know. Where well, Yeah, it's good. Makes me feel good. Yeah. You yeah, made a good I, call. Yeah. Well, all right. Uh, one more thing. Okay. For maybe the next time on here, I rented Alan's movie. I finally did it. I found it. Redbox. Here we go. I may come back with a review of Alan's Cats. God bless me. Let me get through this. It's a walk through the valley of the shadow of death. How long is this movie? I think it's like an hour 48. I don't know if I'm going to make it, man. I wish I had the butthole edition, but they remade that. Dang. Maybe we can do it. Okay. You know, I'll I'll try just because Taylor Swift's in it. Oh, yeah. But, uh, I anyway. Know, I don't know what else to do with it. Let's get out here and watch this new last dance, man. Hey, of all things good to talk about in sports, we're talking about them bulls now. Yeah. That's a little Brian better than Jordan. You go on, get out of here. Hey, kids, now you're going to see why Jordan's the truth. That's it. The dude had 10-second hang time, I don't know. He was up there forever. But you saw it in Space Jam. Yeah. And that's completely accurate. Now they're supposed to make a sequel of that with LeBron? Yeah. I've heard he's had problems casting people with him. I mean, he ain't making it right now. Obviously. Oh, man. You know what sucks with all this stuff going on? Because I just finished up Waco. Not Waco. I highly recommend that on Netflix. That's a miniseries. I watched that when it came out on Paramount Channel like a year ago. But uh, I finished up Ozark season three. And it left a banger of a cliffhanger. And now. I've heard nothing but good things about Ozarks. So many people have told me to watch that. Yeah, it's got the... Well, Breaking Bad's my favorite show, and it's still like in that realm of, like, oh, regular people putting a scenario to be gangsters. hmm And, uh, I mean, they can't... I heard an interview with a woman that plays uh, the snail lady, one of the bad guys. She's quarantini up in uh, New York, and they was asking, like, when... Uh, what do you think's gonna happen in season four? How you feel about that? I don't know. This, is, this show may be over with. We're not. We, don't, we can't make it right now. Oh no! So I think they're gonna make it. I don't yeah. care if it's two years from now. Yeah, they gotta make it. Yeah, they got a cliffhanger to hang on, right? Yeah. And it ended with this, another song I recently listened to, "Run the Jewels Ooh La La." Like a week before, I just got into that. A little late at the game, but anyway. You here? Yep. Why, dude? All righty, man. Peace out.